Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, October 23rd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Boris Johnson's attempts to make Brexit happen by Halloween hit a roadblock on Tuesday. The U.S. government has said that European car imports are a threat to national security, but now the Commerce Secretary is floating an alternative to imposing tariffs on the EU next month. And we'll look at what Boeing has to do to regain trust as it tries to get its 737 MAX jet back in the air. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson could put a snap election back on the table after Parliament thwarted his plans to get the UK out of the EU by October 31st. Yesterday, the House of Commons supported Mr. Johnson's Brexit withdrawal deal in principle. But MPs rejected the prime minister's push to get the exit legislation crammed through Parliament right away, saying they wanted more time to review it. And the EU said it would give the UK more time. European Council President Donald Tusk proposed offering Mr. Johnson a Brexit extension, where the UK would have until January 31st to leave the bloc. But Mr. Johnson's allies say the prime minister would rather push for a general election than face another delay. The move puts pressure on Labour to either back an early poll or agree on a tight new timetable to pass the Brexit legislation. Back in May, U.S. President Donald Trump punted on a decision to impose tariffs on the EU for cars and auto part imports. Now a high-ranking member of the administration hinted there might be ways to avoid those tariffs altogether. In an interview with the FT, U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross floated new talks with the EU as an alternative to tariffs that would kick in next month. The White House had previously concluded that automotive imports are a threat to U.S. national security. But the Trump administration has so far been reluctant to pull the trigger on these tariffs. Officials worry about what effect they would have on the U.S. economy and the president's political support. Mr. Ross told the FT that Mr. Trump has, quote, quite a lot of range of alternatives and didn't want to fully commit to the idea that the U.S. would enter negotiations. Mr. Trump's threat of car tariffs applies globally, but it's most relevant to the EU. Canada, Mexico, South Korea, and Japan have each struck deals with the Trump administration. You can read more about this story and others like it in the FT's Trade Secrets email newsletter. And in other news, a top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine has added fuel to the impeachment inquiry into President Trump. William Taylor told members of Congress on Tuesday that U.S. military aid to Ukraine was withheld on the condition that the country publicly declare it would investigate former Vice President Joe Biden, Mr. Biden's son, and alleged interference into the 2016 U.S. elections. Democrats said Mr. Taylor's testimony was clear evidence of a quid pro quo. Turkey and Russia have reached a deal on the Syrian border. The two countries will give Kurdish forces a little less than a week to fully withdraw from a depth of 30 kilometers from the border dividing Turkey and Syria. The deal came after talks between Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and Russian President Vladimir Putin yesterday. Turkey and Russia will conduct joint patrols near the buffer zone, reinforcing their sway over the region. Beijing is drawing up a plan to replace Hong Kong's leader. Sources told the FT that an interim chief executive could take over for Carrie Lam following violent protests against her administration. Chinese President Xi Jinping could install the new leader by March next year and cover the rest of her term, which ends in 2020. 
And Snapchat's parent company expects to hit its target of turning a profit by the end of the year. After posting strong revenues and shrinking losses in the third quarter, Snap said on Tuesday that it expects to break even or bring in as much as $20 million in adjusted earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization in the fourth quarter of the year. But the top end of the forecast was shy of what analysts had been predicting, which sent Snap shares down after hours. And here's a story you should know more about. For several months, Boeing has been trying to earn back the trust of its customers, shareholders, and staff. Two deadly crashes of its 737 MAX planes have brought scrutiny from flight safety agencies around the world while the aircraft stays grounded. And then the contents of a few text messages came out. The FT's Peggy Hollinger explains. Last Friday, there was a leak of instant message chats between two Boeing technical pilots, if you like. And in that, those text messages that these two pilots were exchanging, it appeared that, in fact, they were implying that the evidence for the MCAS system, which is at the root of the problems with the 737 MAX, that Boeing had been aware of this as far back as 2016, but had failed to hand that over to the FAA, the aviation regulator. So that release of those text messages, the FAA was furious. The FAA has sent quite a stern letter to Boeing saying, why didn't you tell us about this? And Boeing since then has issued at least three different statements trying to explain that in fact they had passed this information the Department of Justice after the first crash, and that, to their knowledge, they had passed on all the relevant details to the relevant investigating authorities. But those text messages, when you read them, they look very damning. But in fact, I've spoken to an expert who is saying anyone who knows anything about aviation and how it works and the difference between a technical pilot and a test pilot would understand that these two pilots are not talking about the actual system on an operating aircraft. They're talking about a simulator, which he described as a broken simulator. But suffice to say, that coming out, people misunderstanding what it all meant has led to an outcry. Pilots unions have come out and made damning statements. Congress has attacked Boeing. And it's brought back to the fore the question mark over the viability safety of the 737 MAX. And that's a great segue to what I want to talk about next, because there are a lot of big milestones coming up for Boeing. They report their quarterly earnings today. Next week, the chief executive of Boeing, Dennis Mullenberg, will testify before U.S. Congress. Recently, consumer advocate Ralph Nader called for Mr. Mullenberg to step down from his post. What can Boeing do to reestablish confidence in its brand, if anything, Peggy? Well, the first and most important thing is they have to get the 737 MAX flying and prove that flight after flight after flight, it is safe. I think the other thing they have to do is they really have to, you know, Boeing has a reputation very good engineers, but being a little bit, it's a very special culture. They are have a reputation for being very self-confident. I don't mean in a way that questions safety, not at all, but sometimes you have to not be quite so inward looking and maybe a little bit outward looking. That's the criticism I've heard. I think that they have a lot of reputational work to be done, both with the airlines that they serve, with the customers, with passengers. Peggy, you bring up this topic about the cost. You know, they've, they've already taken billions of dollars in charges for grounding the 737 MAX. How much leeway do they have to play with here until things start getting dangerous for them as a company? 
I think we're a long way off that particular scenario. This is a very powerful company. Uh, it's got strong businesses in other areas, defense, for example. So I don't think that the 737 MAX in the state we know it today will bring down Boeing. And we mustn't forget that, you know, this is an absolutely critical company to the U.S. economy and the U.S. government will never let it fail. Later on Tuesday, Boeing said it had replaced the head of its commercial airplanes division, Kevin McAllister. It's the most significant leadership change in the wake of the 737 MAX crashes. Shares in Boeing rose 1.8%. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, Facebook Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg is due to testify before the U.S. House Financial Services Committee. Lawmakers are expected to grill the CEO on Facebook's cryptocurrency project, Libra, as well as other issues, including advertising policies. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.